So we are back after a longer layoff than we had hoped. The Grove Sports Show returns to your ears. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you're glad to hear about that. Mr. Barr, welcome back. How have you been? How's the half turn gone? Yeah, brilliant. Thanks, Mr. Wenham. Uh, we are back after seven weeks or so and been getting requests from uh, Mr. Johnson out in Poland. Keeps asking, have I missed an episode? And sorry, Mr. Johnson, we've just been pretty busy. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's been a great half term, full on. As always, um, lots of lots of stuff going on. Football, lots of uh, lots of rugby, some sevens um, for us, um, and obviously a lot more going on as well that we'll we'll go into in a little bit more detail later on. Yeah, I think I think like you alluded to, it's been a very very uh, brutal half term for staff and students alike, and um, hence our layoff. But lots to report, so this will be more of a a roundup of the half term, a summary, and, and maybe a little appetizer for what's to come next half term when hopefully we can release a few more episodes and have a few more different voices joining us here in the studio. Um, before we do go on to those uh, sporting moments, highlights, um, it would be appropriate for us to jump back and just look at the bake-off over the last six weeks. Um, I know we've had a lot of feedback in this area and the fans do like, enjoy listening to who's been successful um, over the over the, um, the staff bake-off in the sports department. Who have we had, Mr Barr, and who's been a particular standout um, for you, I, I, I hope, in a positive way? I think, before I mention who we have had, um, you know, I think it would be remiss of me not to mention who we haven't had. And uh, that is the self-proclaimed people's champion, um, <laughs> Mr. Howard, who was due to beg today, actually, and uh, and he hasn't hasn't brought it in. So we're we're a bit disappointed. He normally normally comes in with some sort of uh, savoury option, an onion badgie or, or a sausage roll, but hasn't happened. So, uh, but who we have had, uh, Miss Pierce. Um, did some really good banana bread. Yeah, that um, was lovely. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed that. That's her, Simple uh, but effective. Yeah, it's her specialty. She's mastered that now. I haven't, haven't done it uh, a few years on the bounce. Um, may want to add a little bit of variety, Miss Pierce, but uh, it was good. Okay, well, <laughs> um, feedback always welcome. <laughs> we had Mrs. Bedford as well, or should I say Mrs. Bedford? That's not his wife, that's his, uh, his mum, <laughs> who, uh, who, uh, who contributed, I think. Um, but again, that was, that was good. We had some, some she, lemon drizzle. She, yeah, that was lovely. And she does contribute throughout, throughout the year, so yeah. she should be recognised for yeah. that. Um, and then we had the, the newest member of the department, Miss Barron, who, uh, who's been really getting involved this year, especially with our football programme. Um, but she, uh, she also went for a bit of uh, lemon yeah, drizzle. Like an individual um, lemon drizzle yeah. number. Yeah, and that was... That was good. That was a good option. Um, maybe the best one for me though has been uh, Miss Cousins, who's normally uh, or better known to our, our pupils at uh, at Bronte. But she she did some individual cheesecakes, which were pretty divine. Yeah, very special actually. Mm. I enjoyed those. Something you'd get at um, at somewhere that's renowned for a great cricket tea. Mm, yeah, or like an afternoon tea. Yeah, yeah. No, sorry, I was just trying to stick on the sporting thing. Uh, but you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then Mr. Softly as well. It was a, a pretty nice uh, tray back from from Mr. Softly. Tray so back, yeah. It was a good. It was a good effort as well. Mm. So, yeah, we've 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 had some good entries over the last seven weeks, but just a shame we didn't get um, one from the People's Champ. I agree. Maybe maybe that's something we are we'll be lucky enough to report back on in the next episode. Uh, moving on to sport then. 
We have had everything from national tournaments to sevens competitions to rugby tours to cross-country trips to indoor cricket to football, school's football week. Um, Mr. Bart, it's been action-packed. We've been all over the place. Again, in our roles, lucky enough to be a part of almost all of those things. What stood out for you over this half-term and, and why? Um, I think, so looking at it from a personal point of view with, um, with the teams or the, or the sports that I'm more involved with, um, I think I've got two real highlights. And the first one was last Friday when we had um, some Year 7 football to, to finish off school's football week. Um, so the whole week we'd had fixtures on every day, uh, both across Woodhouse Grove and Bronte House um, with various schools. And it was, it was just fantastic to see so many, so many pupils. I think it was over 200 in the end representing um, the Grove and Bronte. Um, but it, it sort of finished up on, on Friday when we had three Year 7 teams, which is the first time we've ever been able to, to put out three teams um, in Year 7. Um, so I think it was 39 boys in the end um, playing football against Emmanuel College on, uh, on Friday. And it was, it was brilliant just to see smiling faces, um, pupils being challenged in a, in a really good way, enjoying themselves. Um, and it was just a fantastic way to finish off what was a, a super week of, uh, of schools football. Um, so that's my first highlight. And my second highlight, um, I guess, on a, on a different note, we had that, that participation, um, as I've talked about with the football. Um, but maybe a little bit more of a, of a performance to, to mention was the um, under-16 sevens uh, last week at Durham School, where uh, you and me, Mr. Wenham, we took the, the under 16s over to Durham um, and managed to, to win the, the Western Cup. Um, so that was, you know, there's not many opportunities in school sport to, to win a competition. And whilst we don't place um, too much of an emphasis on winning, it is, it is nice when it does happen and it's, it's, a good, it's a good experience and a good skill to learn how to win. Um, and it was just a fantastic day out. We were we were talking on the bus on the way back, saying that these are the some of the days that we, we've really missed over the last two years. So uh, to have that to have that day with with the under 16 sevens and to be successful, but just to see the way the boys stood up to the to the various challenges that were uh, were thrown against them, and um, you know managed to come home with a bit of silverware was uh, was really nice and just a really good way to top off what was a, a brilliant day out. Yeah, absolutely. Um wholeheartedly agree with all of your points there. Um, I think there should be particularly credit to yourself in terms of your role in head of football um, and how much football has been going on in the school over the last, um, well, six weeks and how many how many pupils have been able to represent the school in different ways. Um, and that's not just been limited to, to Saturday, 11-a-side fixtures. You know, we've had B teams, C teams in many cases. We've had Bronte House playing a, a full football programme. We've had midweek fixtures. We've had seven-a-side games. We've had games during during after-school practice. Um, and there's been a real, real emphasis on on the amount of, of pupils that have had the opportunity to represent Woodhouse Grove. Um, and I know that has been, been appreciated um, by students and, and parents and staff. So um, it's been fantastic to see, but also I know many people are, are really grateful for that. So um, thank you for that, Mr. Barr. You noticed that I've given you some sort of praise there and not being able to look at you because it's that uncomfortable. Um, we've also had some swimming galas, which has been great. Um, I know Mrs. Pierce is really happy for, for people to be back on the pool. 
um, and, our, and our students have had a, a lot of success there, which has been fantastic. Um, something that we, we probably could have mentioned earlier, but we should spend a little bit of time talking about is our netball national success. Absolutely fantastic for them to go down um, to Sheffield, I believe it was, um, and compete down there and come away with a place in the, in the national finals, which should take place at Oundle, I believe, um, when we return, half ter- uh, return from half-term. Sorry. Um, Mr. Barr, your thoughts on that? I know the, I know the squad and Miss Thompson and everyone are really, really buzzing about, about their achievement. Yeah, um, those, those days at Nationals, I've been fortunate enough to go once and, and score for, uh, for one of the teams a couple of years ago. And it's just such a brilliant day when there's so much sport going on, so much netball going on. Um, and, you know, the shorter games, you have to kind of react quite, quite quickly to what's happening. And, and there's maybe not as much time as you would do to prepare for, for various games. So it's, it's a pretty unique experience. Um, but one, I think that our girls and our staff have, have uh, got a lot better at handling and managing just through being in those situations a lot more. Um, see, our under-18s, or the, or the first seven, have uh, qualified for, um, I believe it's the last 16 nationally, which is just just fantastic. Um, probably not very surprising, because we know that the talent that's there and, and this particular cohort of girls have been very successful during their, their time at, at the Grove. Um, so whilst it, it's not a success, it's not a surprise, um, but it is a fantastic success. And, um, you know, I, I know they won't just settle for, for being there. They'll want to uh, make sure that they can, you know, have a really good go at it and, and see and see how they can finish. But, um, you know, I think anything's possible once, once they get there. And, um, you know, I think that the last round that they managed to play um, I think missing missing a couple of regular starters as well, yeah. so um, it shows that there's a lot of depth in in that squad. Which I think when you're playing several games in a in a day, that that's what you need. So um, yeah, just a massive well done, but also a massive good luck for for what's coming up for them. And um, you know, I'm sure in, in the next episode or or in the in the coming episodes, we'll be able to uh, to talk about um, how well they've done at the national finals. Absolutely, and we look forward to hearing about all about it. Uh, as you say, in the upcoming episodes. Um, but also, it's it's just great exposure to be able to play against other schools that you don't play normally. Um, and, you know, like you say, last 16, we're, we're testing ourselves there against against the very best. So, um, yeah, irrelevant of how they go and do. What an amazing occasion and, and testament to their hard work throughout the, the last uh, term and a half. Um, and, as you alluded to, their whole school career, um, to sort of reach the pinnacle in their final year um, as a team is is really great. So, um, as you say, good luck to them. We have had, um, much to Mr Borrington's delight, a lot of indoor cricket fixtures going on. Um, I know we've had a um, an under-15 girls side, mm-hmm. an under-13 boys side, um, and there was another team, under-13 well. girls. Yeah. Um, how's that gone? Yeah, so all, all three of those teams um, qualified for the West Yorkshire Finals. Um, and the under 13 boys, uh, I believe, came second on the day, so they've qualified now for the for the next round. Um, I think our under 13 girls and under 15 girls um, came third, so so just missed out um, on qualification. But I, I think it was probably just a, a, an experience thing. I don't think it was due to lack of talent. I think maybe. Um, you know, because the the girls are fairly fairly new to um, to the cricket and that sort of um, format of playing 
playing several games um, in, in, in a day. Um, we maybe just weren't as prepared as, as perhaps upper schools were who maybe played a little bit more. So um, I think it's really positive, really positive uh, strides being made, really good for the future. Um, and I know that Mr Barrington's super keen to get some uh, some more fixtures um, for the summer term and um, you know build on what's been a what's been a very successful and an enjoyable um, journey so far for um, for the girls. Um, but yeah, the under thirteen boys they they came second in their section, um, which they're obviously they were very pleased to qualify. I think they set high standards for themselves, so they were a little bit disappointed not to finish first on the day. But um, you know they they've done really well, so to qualify for the next round um, is is very uh, very pleasing. And you know we know that that particular group of boys quite well, and they'll be they'll be looking to uh, to do something uh, pretty special in the next round. Absolutely, I um I totally agree with that, and it's been it's been great to have that continuity of um of cricket throughout the throughout the off season, but also um being able to have uh that sort of lead up into the into the pre season period. Um, it, it, again, Mr. Borrington's been in there working hard. I know he's been doing sessions after school or after after school practice, even um up until half past six in, in the evening, and then he's in again at at seven o'clock in the morning, um, working hard with both boys and girls to prepare them for the season. So really looking forward to things things to come. If you're not already uh, a part of those sessions and you want to get involved in the cricket programme, then I'm, Mr Borrington will be absolutely delighted to have you on board. So please do get in touch to find out more details. Um, that That is a programme that is really growing, thriving, going from strength to strength and is a massive, uh, massively exciting part of the sports programme as we move into the to the summer months. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think what what's also been great about um, the uh, the winter cricket program and the uh, the evening sessions is that some of our sixth form students, our sports leaders, have been uh, assisting um, in some of those sessions as well as in other sports. Um, I know this is your 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 baby, I suppose. You started it this year, Mr. Wenham, and we've. Um, I suppose when you start something new, you're never sure how it's going to go, but I think it's been a massive success. We've had. Um, well, I've had uh, four four sixth form students out helping with year eight and nine football practice on a Friday, and they've been they've been a great help. Um, and I know there's been several students helping out in netball and, and cricket and um, and other areas as well. And it's just been it's been so good to see um, some of our our older pupils giving back a little bit of knowledge, but also developing their own skills as well. Those those coaching skills and. Um, communication skills that are so important for them and, and what they're going to do next. So, um, yeah, a shout out to the uh, to the sixth form sports leaders. Thanks, Mr. Barr. I'm sure they'll uh, I'm sure they'll appreciate that when uh, when I force them to listen to this podcast <laughs> in the next lesson. Um, now, I'm conscious that it's just uh, the monotonous dulcet tones of myself and Mr. Barr um, that are very much full of cold at the end of this um, February half term um, that you're listening to 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 wrap up sport over the last six weeks at the Grove. So we have invited our very own director of sport on today um, to catch up with him um, to talk about his sort of reflection on sport over the past six weeks, but also um, maybe a bit of an insight into where sport's going and the things that are coming up that might be exciting and to look forward to over the coming months. So uh, let's hear from, from Mr King.
Thank you very much, Nathan and Fred, for inviting me onto the show. I have been a massive fan and I have been waiting patiently for the opportunity to get on the show. And just reflecting on the first half of the spring term, I think our biggest kind of achievement is the fact that we have continued to offer an inclusive programme. We continue to strive to build on that and offer more opportunities for students to get involved in sports and physical activity. And just looking at the statistics, which I do regularly, we can see that we've got over 75 percent, 525 students regularly accessing our after school program, which is absolutely fantastic. But this would not be possible if it wasn't due to the excellent support that we do receive from staff and colleagues and giving up their time freely to be involved and offer these clubs and activities. And, you know, I, I'm in awe sometimes of, of staff that are teaching full timetables, but been able to put on two, sometimes three or four sessions as well as helping out at the weekends. And, you know, they do that because they want to be involved. They do that because they really appreciate the value of co-curricular uh, whether it's sport, music, art, drama, etc., and, and and how it's a massive part of the school, and and that's why I'm I'm so very lucky to be the position I am, with the excellent support from colleagues, and and also it wouldn't be hap- you know it wouldn't happen if we didn't have the support from parents, and uh, you know I, looking back on the half term, it's always fantastic to get the opportunity to be on the sidelines of any kind of sport or activity or or sitting in the seats, but even when we travel away we've just seemed to have so many more much more support and so many more parents there than even home teams and again it's just because they they really buy into the value of the co-curricular and the the importance that it has for for the for their own child's development and it's something that's a real strength of the program here and you know you know rugby and netball and football and cricket maybe are kind of the main sport the major team sports that obviously facilitates you know a lot of students and again you know we continue to to look at national success and individual success across all of those sports and and there's too many really to list really across the 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 half term but but ultimately you know within the, the you know the netball you know we've made the netball national finals the first team once again which is which is an amazing achievement we're really looking forward to that in march within the rugby again we have a large number of students heavily involved within the yorkshire program and 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 we to finish in this kind of the top 10 of the daily mail trophy again once again which is absolutely amazing achievement and looking forward to the seventh season which obviously will finish with Roslyn Park and which is which is obviously a great opportunity for the lads to head down and we've seen the the, the start of the football program which has been brilliant and so many boys and girls heavily getting involved and I think the thing that I'll remember really from the first half term is taking the under 15 girls team to South Hunsley and you know, we, we, we won't talk about the scoreline, but the smiles on the faces of the girls when they came off and, and how keen and eager they were to continue to grow the programme, which we hope to do so in the next half term as well as moving in into the summer. And there, you know, another one that I really want to mention is is, is the fencing. And Mr Exeter has, has came in and really driven that forward and give a lot of time and effort up. And he, he ended up taking 11 students, 10 of who have never been in a fencing competition before, to York to take part in a, a you know, a, a national 
a national field and it was absolutely amazing to see that these kids really really took part and they, they gave the heart and soul and came away came away with with medals and again that's just another example of how a member of staff gives up their time freely to really drive a sport forward and 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 give students the opportunity to take part in something new and i'm really looking forward to to the next half term and obviously moving into the summer term where you know cricket again you know we continue to drive, you know, boys and girls cricket. Mr. Borrington, God bless him, is in the sports hall every evening until half past six or 7 p.m. Um, at the moment just to prepare the students for taking part in in competitions and inter-school fixtures in the summer term when we, when we get going again. And, you know, it's that dedication from the staff and that dedication from the students that really makes this a unique. from the students it really makes this a unique place and a fantastic place to work in so um and as i say it's been a great six or seven weeks and we're really looking forward to the next kind of five weeks you know um in, in the spring term to see exactly you know how we can go and how we can continue to build and how we can continue to meet the needs of our students and i just want to say final thing for me a massive thank you to parents you know maybe we rely heavily on parents to, to transport their 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 children and and you know early morning sessions after school sessions late evening sessions you know we've got we've got saturday sessions and sunday sessions and and again your support is really greatly appreciated because ultimately you know your child you know we place the students at at the core of every decision their needs is paramount and we want to continue to try to strive to to create more opportunities so they can take part in sport and activity and and really represent the school in anything really that they want to and and the major goal for us is lifelong participation so thank you very much for having me on and as i say really looking forward to the next half term okay the next section mr wellham um you mentioned earlier we've, we've had some football seven aside games uh, we've also talked about the netball uh, first seven being so successful um, at the Nationals. Um, we're getting now into the, the, the rugby seven season. Um, seven seems to be a, a common theme here, so we thought um, the next feature could be our, our staff seven-a-side rugby team. Um, obviously hypothetical. I don't think that we're going to be entering any, uh, any competitions or, or festivals. Um, but yeah, do you want to, to kick us off? Who, uh, who are you throwing into, uh, into the mix first? Well, yeah, I'll start with the number one shirt, shall I? And uh, unlike yourself when it comes to staff teams, I'm not going to talk about um, my, my rugby. Uh, I'm going to nominate. I'm going to nominate Mr. King for that role. Um, <laughs> deceptively dynamic, um, very very fast, and although um, although he may not sort of think he's a sevens player in his uh, in his older age, um, a very very effective rugby player. And having trained a little bit with him um, over the summer, I can see how much he'd add to that team. Um, also, given 
given the sort of dynamic and the makeup of the common room in terms of um, in terms of dynamism and mobility at the moment, I think he's probably someone that would um, would get into that that team in most positions. So yeah, I think the fend and the pace and the uh, energy yeah. of uh, of Mr. King probably earns him the number one shirt. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. But he's not captain. He's no not way. Captain. No yeah. way. <laughs> um, he is deceptively quick, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Once he once he gets going, uh, it can take him a while to get going. Yeah, it's not much of a change of pace, no. but <laughs> it's a big top speed. Yeah, yeah. Um, are we going to go through this as sort of position by position, or are we? Uh, you nominate. In? You nominate as you think. I okay. Think. Um, by the next, I'm going to go for um, our uh, our deputy head pastoral, um, <laughs> Mr. Cadman, who uh, who's probably getting into that team at, uh, at scrum half. Um, you know, good good skill set, good passing, well, great passing game, good uh, good appreciation of space. Um, you know he's got an eye for a gap. Doesn't quite have the legs for the gap, um, but he's got an eye for a gap. Um, yeah, I think Mr. Cabman could uh, could do a really good job there at scrum half. Um, like I say, good passing game. Um, can sort of marshal marshal the team as well. Um, so yeah, I think Mr. Cabman gets in there. But we're going to need a bench if we've got Mr. Cabman. <laughs> yeah, well, interesting you say that. Leads me nicely onto my next suggestion. Uh, he, he has to be in the squad somewhere, but I can't pick where. So maybe a utility player, because I think he covers most areas, but doesn't necessarily have a specialism, specialism uh, in terms of, of his rugby playing ability. Is this the um, energizer? The energizer buddy <laughs> of, the, of the staff common room. Uh, we need his morale, his outlook, his positivity in the squad, particularly on those, you know, we've made the semi-final. That's exactly what I want to see coming off the bench, picking me up off the floor. Um, Mr. Softly has to be in the squad, has to be in the 12. So uh, I don't know where he is. I'm not saying he's necessarily restricted to the bench, but he's in there somewhere for me. Yeah, yeah, let's get him in. Um, nowhere near a breakdown, but he's in. Um, okay, that's a good one. Okay, I think I'm going to go uh, next. I'm going to go with... Um, I'm going to go with the... He's probably a winger, or he was anyway. Um, and this is potentially a bit dangerous wheeling him out because he has a, he has a history of, uh, of pulling a hamstring or popping a calf. Um, but we're going to go with Mr. Waterhouse. Mm. Doing great things mm. with the year nineteen uh, this year. So yeah, Mr. Waterhouse, who uh, tells me he was a flying winger in his day. Mm. Um, well, he lacks in height. He has in speed. <laughs> <laughs> um, and again, someone who can. Uh, I reckon he can back it up. Uh, he talks a good game. He's got plenty of chat. Um, again, someone who uh, probably can. A bit like Mr. King can bring a bit of physicality as well, believe it or not. Um, yeah. I'm not sure if it's always on his his terms. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah Mr. Waterhouse is getting in there. Uh, I'll, I'll address the elephant in the room. Mr. Barr keeps looking at me awkwardly, and I think that's because he wants me to mention his name now. Um, yeah, so Mr. Barr, you're in. Uh, probably, probably in the first receiver role. Uh, maybe one out, actually, because I think we have missed out a name in that back line. So maybe in, that, uh, in the second receiver... Um, or maybe centre sort of position. Um, yeah, you're in. I think we can do with the distribution. Um, you know, you've been in the gym a bit more recently. Maybe, maybe a couple of kegs with you can carry the ball a little bit more. Um, yeah, exactly. 
feisty, feisty Northern Irishman to compliment Mr. King in there. Um, I think you're going to offer a, a lot in that midfield. So um, you're in. Fear not. I was always mentioning you. Captain as well. Not quite. Vice captain. No. Oh. Um, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose I've got to um, got to mention uh, Mr. Bedford. I think that's who you were alluding to in that back line. Um, so yeah, well, Mr. Bedford. Um, he's got to be in there again. Uh, a serious uh, ball player. You know, great pass off both hands. Um, quite physical as well. Loves mm. uh, pick and go. Was Mr. Bedford. Um, and I think <laughs> I think he can really uh, really give a, a, a different dimension to the team, able to uh, to get the ball quickly into those wider channels. Bit, um, bit of an engine on him as well. Um, Marathon, to, to, right? to, yeah, and and it's, it's worth us mentioning at this point that, that Mr. Bedford actually um, did a, did nine kilometres in nine days, nine kilometres for every nine, every day for nine days. Uh, over the Christmas holidays, didn't he, for um, to raise money for defibrillator, yeah. um, and absolutely fantastic cause, fantastic work. I know he's joined at different at different stages by different various different members of staff and his friends, and uh, yeah, fantastic thing to do. Great way to spend your Christmas, and um, yeah, it's worth 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 mentioning his success there. Um, so congratulations, Mr. Bedford. That was that was really well done. A minute we've got. I think we've got two to go. I think we've just we've only got two. We've only got one in the forward back. I think you've completed your back line. Um, Cadman, Bedford, Bar, yeah. Waterhouse, Waterhouse. Serious I think. Side. I think um, we need a couple of forwards. Yeah, we need a couple of forwards. I was I just had one on the tip of my tongue and I can't remember. I, w I was going to suggest. Mr. Dobson, but I just worry he's going to get injured again playing that ball. He's been sporting a pretty nasty, can't nasty commit, cut. Can't commit to the sevens program. He can't, he's got no, too he can't. many other too busy fish to fry. Playing in front of two thousand fans. Almost two thousand. Oh. <laughs> um, so I, I think you've got a. You might not like it, but you're in there in the forwards, Mr. Wenham. Um, but we we all know that sevens is uh, um, is a game for for athletes. Um, but we don't have any of them, so you're in. <laughs> um, no. You know, obviously, um, you know we need that dynamism, able to get about the about the pitch to handle the ball. Um, I think as well, you're uh, you're probably in there as a defensive leader from what you've been doing with our with our senior sevens uh, teams. I think you're probably going to bring that as well to uh, to the staff sevens. So uh, yeah, you're you're in there. Thanks, Mr. Well, I appreciate that. Prop, not hooker. Yeah, thank you. That's also good news. Um, in the middle, then. In the middle of the scrum. There's not Who many people that want to be in, in between you and Mr. King. <laughs> I can't blame them. Um, uh, it's, a, it's a tough one. It is really tough. You know, I, I can I can think of somebody, but unless you have, you have a name that springs to mind. No, I think if we were struggling, then the Energizer could do a job in there for us. Yeah, but... I, no, we, we, we need to keep him out. We've got to look after him. Um, the name that I'm thinking is someone who, great knowledge, loves the game. Oh, no. He hates to miss out. So I think we've got to get Mr. Self, Mantle in self there. Self-proclaimed badger. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Um, for no other reason than he'd correct the referee. <laughs> he got his decision wrong. Um yeah, I, I yeah, I think that's probably fair enough. Um, yeah. You need a nose in your team somewhere, don't you? But but again, it, it really it gives us another uh, another ball player because for, for our listeners who may not know, Mr. Mantle did used to play as a fly half or 
inside centre. Mm. So bit of a bit of a player back in the day apparently when he when he used to play for uh, for Ilkley alongside Mr. Cadman. Yeah, so, so yeah, 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 Mr. Mantle's in there. Big Leicester Tigers fan as well, isn't he? He is. Yeah, as he as he often reminds us. Um, so some notes, notable mentions to to Mr. Borrington. I think he gets in there for his skill set. Safe hands. Tell, well, correct. <laughs> tells me. Uh, Tells me he, he once played at, at fly half for for, Rep, for Repton School, <laughs> the, the, the famous uh, rugby playing force that's at Repton School. Um, so Borrington's in. Um, I'd also quite like to see him in a collision. <laughs> <laughs> so so he gets in there. Mr. Eagleston, engine, yeah, he's been yeah. a job for us. Yeah, he is. Um, again, another utility player. Um, you know what? We, we've when you step on a rugby pitch, sometimes you you're going into a bit of a battle, aren't you? And I think there's one person who I'd want beside me going into battle, and that's Mister Howard. Yeah, he's got to yeah. be in there. He's yeah. got to be in there. Yeah, and he knows everyone on the circuit as well. Yeah, it's <laughs> a big positive. Um, I think I think some of the female staff might yeah. might get in. You know, yeah. I uh, think I think we've got some real athletes in that department that and yeah. and across the school that could. Yeah. Um, that could really, you know, be successful in that side and probably challenge for a few places. In fact, I think Borrington's out. Yeah. <laughs> 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 short lived, a short lived selection for Borrington. Yeah, but I'm possibly as well. I think his the glory days are behind him. Um, I think Mr. Howard actually would, in his role as uh, head of mental toughness, mm. he can probably be on the coaching setup. Yeah, that maybe opens up a couple of spots then. Um, I think Miss I think Miss Dudley would be very good. I was going to say after seeing firsthand what Storm Dudley can do this week, <laughs> <laughs> I think Dudley's in. Yeah, I think Dudley's in. Yeah, um, I think there's definitely a transfer from Netball, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Miss Dudley's in. I think um, Mrs. Curtis does a lot of running, doesn't she? Yeah, she does. Yeah. Engine. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think she could cover the back line. Mm. Um, who else do we have? I think um, you know, you know, Mrs. Jennings, former athlete, used to do a lot of yeah. um, a lot of athletics, um, a lot of serious athletics, a lot of competing. Um, I was going to say in her in her younger years. I don't want to offend her. Um, Formative. Yeah, yeah. Used to do used to do a lot of that. Um, so I think, uh, and a bit of an all rounder. So mm. she could probably probably do a job in. You know, out in the backs, yeah, possibly in the forwards as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, maybe Mrs. Jennings. Oh, Mrs. Vernon's got some uh, rugby playing experience behind Does her, he? hasn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, she's in. Definitely. I think we've been narrow-minded with our selection here. We have to go back to the start, but yeah, she's in definitely. And the other one I thought that could come into the coaching setup, Mrs. Pierce. Yeah. Is actually a rugby coach outside yeah. of school, isn't she? Helps yeah. out at West Park. Yeah, she so does. I think she joins the 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 coaching setup um, under the direction of director of rugby, director of staff rugby, Mr. Howard. <laughs> um, she she fits into that into that coaching setup nicely. There's definitely one person here who we haven't mentioned, and she's she's going to get upset. Upset. About it. Correct. She's going to get upset. <laughs> she's going to listen to this and say, "Why haven't they mentioned me yet?" And okay. Miss Thompson, you can you can be head of athletic development. Oh gosh! <laughs> can lead the warm up. Yep. Fantastic to uh, 
talk about our staff seven there and our squad of 12 and, and wider coaching team. Um, I, I look forward to the feedback that we receive on that. Um, right, looking ahead briefly, I know Mr King's mentioned some of the things we've got coming up that we've got to look forward to. Um, looking over to, uh, ahead to half term, particularly the first couple of weeks, Mr Barr, what stands out for you? What are you looking forward to? Yeah, there is a lot coming up. Um, for me, we've got uh, a really busy first week back. Um, we've got sevens um, on, on, on the first Tuesday with the, um, with the under 14s. 14, yeah. And then on the Wednesday, we've got a, a super busy uh, afternoon with um, the first seven and the under 15 seven teams at Ampleforth and the under 16 sevens at home for the, the Woodhouse Grove sevens. So, so lots coming up. Um, on on the sevens uh, theme, uh, Rosalind Park for the under 14s, 16s, and 18s is is always a uh, always a brilliant experience, brilliant couple of days. Um, you know to, to test ourselves against, like you alluded to earlier, different different teams that wouldn't normally come up in our circuit. Um, so that'll be really good towards the uh, towards the end of the uh, end of the term. We've also got the the netball the netball nationals that we mentioned, uh, which should be which should be really good. Um, and also for me, uh, the last week we've got house football, mm. so house competition, which is really good. On the on Saturday the twenty sixth of March, we've got junior and inter house football, and then on Wednesday the thirtieth, so the last Wednesday of term senior house football which is always a, a really popular event and you know we've had over 50 students coming down to senior football practice so um i think there's going to be some tough selections for the for the heads of house definitely right to finish off um quick fire questions from me i've got three of them first all topical first one favorite sport at the winter olympics ice hockey second one who's going to win the six nations france third who should be the next coach of england cricket borrington <laughs> it's been it's been great to have you back uh it's been fantastic to be able to record another podcast again apologies um to the, to the thousands of you um for not hosting one sooner we hope to be better next half term um thank you to everyone that has contributed in all the different ways to, to Woodhouse Grove Sport over the last six weeks. It has been a fantastic half term and please enjoy a very well-deserved break. And we will see you uh, on the other side of that. If you have been, thank you for listening.